0: My guest today is Janine Hawkins here to talk about her review of Metroid Prime Federation Force. My name is Justin McElroy and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: What a pleasure. What a pleasure it is for your, your first time here. We're here to talk about Metroid Prime Federation Force. Um, and I'm going to start with a very biased question. <laughs> when I saw the first reveal and trailer for this game, my disinterest in it could have been seen from space. If you <laughs> were in this the the space station at that point, you would have said, What is that? What is that right around Los Angeles? There seems to be just a f- gravitational field of disinterest emanating from someone down there. Um, so I'm curious uh, where you were sort of coming at, like, headspace-wise when when you got assigned a uh, Metroid Prime Federation
1: force. Um, I didn't really have a horse in that race. Like, I... I respect the franchise, of course, because it's done a lot to change the landscape of gaming, but it's also not one of my favorites, necessarily. It's not something that I feel very personally invested in, so I didn't really, you know, I didn't I didn't look at that trailer and, and say, like, this is not what I want it to be, or, you know, this is not what I'm expecting it to be, or what I think they should do. It was more just like, well let's give it a shot it didn't blow me away like at first the, uh, at first glance it didn't really uh capture my gamer spirit or whatever but um it's it seemed fine it was it seemed worth giving a shot and there are games that are in that sort of vein that i've enjoyed a lot in the past so um
0: we we talk a lot on this show about sort of a um a moment of an opinion sort of solidifying on a game or like that moment when you realize like oh wait a minute i'm playing a bad game or <laughs> hey i'm playing a good game do you remember a specific time or moment when your sort of opinions on metro prime federation force started to to congeal
1: there's a really specific mission where i sort of i could I could see the big things I was going to say kind of forming in my head. I could sort of feel them there. And it's this mission where you are escorting it's like a trolley and you're it moves very slowly on some tracks. I mean it's escorting fun it.
0: so far, but I'll go ahead. <laughs>
1: you're escorting it across this planet and every few minutes a storm rolls in and you have to you have to get the trolley into like a little hangar where you're safe. But also there's enemies and sometimes the enemies hit the door and then it's bad. And sometimes stuff falls on the track and you have to shoot the stuff um, and you have to shoot the signs so that you're on the right track. And all the while you are moving this plotting, this plotting like trolley thing along this track to get to this other hangar thingy. Also, there's two trolleys and you, the other one's optional. You don't need it, but if you want the good score, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was just, it was so boring. <laughs> it was so deeply boring and a really good example of like why that game is built for multiplayer, not just in terms of difficulty. Cause like a lot of it, it's not that difficult. It just takes a lot of time and is very boring, but there are these missions and that one is a really good example where like that would go so much faster and be so much better with a full team and when you're doing it on your own it is just the worst <laughs>
0: um you talk a lot in the review about the the difference between um uh, uh uh playing single player and playing multiplayer um and how it is a better experience with with uh, multiplayer and you uh you say something i love that i'm i'm going to steal whenever someone says <laughs> It's much better with friends. You say, whenever I hopped into a multiplayer match, so many of these problems faded away. But the absence of pain isn't pleasure. That's so that's so on point for games that like are bad unless you're playing them with other people. And then, mm-hmm. even, you know, that that can always make the experience better. How did you decide to sort of split your time um, as you're reviewing the game between playing by yourself and playing with other people?
1: Well, because I was playing pre-release, there was often just not anyone to play with. So there would be times where I would just sit down and say, I need to get through this game. And I would mostly be playing alone during those times. And then every now and then, while I was like taking a break to eat or whatever, I would leave the game on with a room open in the multiplayer lobby and pray that someone joined it so I could actually progress in front of... Or progress... Like, get ahead of certain areas that I was not able to get through on my own. Like, there are a couple boss fights here and there that were too challenging for me as a person who sucks, apparently, to get past. So I would leave my, my game open and, and do multiplayer for stuff like that. And every now and then I'd get someone who would stick around a bit longer. And we would do a few extra things and I would try to go back over areas that had given me some trouble and see if they were a little bit better. Um, and so it was it was not ideal. I would have liked to have done... I mean, if I was playing that game for fun... I can't really imagine ever playing solo because it wasn't fun. Uh,
0: That makes sense. There's a, uh, we have a few questions from listeners here. (laughs) One of them comes from Cole who says, uh, does it feel at all like a Metroid game Uh, here specifically? I'm interested in the sense of like isolation exploration that the, the series has really been known for.
1: Uh, Kind of. I mean, you, you basically divide your time between three different planets, and every mission has its own sort of unique map, so it's not like you're revisiting areas necessarily. Not really. You're not really revisiting or retreading ground unless you're specifically repeating a mission to raise your score or whatever. Um, so it's not like you're, you're not exploring, but it doesn't really feel like you're uncovering anything. It's all very linear, Every now and then, the path will fork a little bit, and you can get a, you know, you can shoot a thing that will give you a mod, which is sort of your equipment system in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, it's a very straightforward path. Like, even when you're not pushing a trolley along tracks, there are still kind of tracks there. There's still kind of a thing that you're just plodding along at your own pace. And, you know, I didn't feel like. I really yeah I really didn't feel any sense of like exploration from it it was just a very linear kind of shooter experience
0: um, when when you were playing with other people uh, is this the sort of game that rewards or requires um, communication between the the people who are playing together or is it more just like a brute force more guns equals uh, easier kind of thing
1: there are well I mean the a lot of the shooting is to to sort of an an end of, like, solving a puzzle or a specific, like, little challenge that has to be accomplished. It's not always just, you know, go here and kill the thing. Um, So it does require coordination. It does require being able to direct people in a way. And when you're playing multiplayer, the way that you have to do that, unless you're playing, like, with friends or in a room or something like that, is you've got, you know, four commands on your your D-pad. And it's like, come here, or... Help or, you know, and that's fine. Sometimes it felt adequate, but I never really felt like I was, when I was trying to communicate with someone, I never really felt like I was communicating with them in a meaningful way. I was just kind of barking at them, and that didn't really do much for me. That's not how I like playing multiplayer games. That's going to be fine for some people, but for me, it felt really disconnected and, yeah, adequate.
0: Is there anything resembling sort of a um, a coherent narrative connecting everything?
1: Yes, there is. There is a story. I don't think it's a good story. Um, <laughs> it's a story that is like, and I mentioned this in my review, at times kind of desperate uh, to connect itself to things that you already are expected to like and and hold dear. Uh, it's there. Like it's not just a string of of multiplayer missions with, with no through line. But again, it's, it's, if you want like a really good multiplayer story based thing, this is not it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned how, uh, in the review that you were playing on the sort of last generation of the 3ds hardware that does not have a a nubbin. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't particularly enjoy the nubbin, uh, for any sort of like extended period of time, but I'm curious as somebody who was playing without one, um, How like if you had any hesitation about it because you were, you know, playing without that or did you feel kind of like, well, this is the way that a lot of people will sort of be playing it. So it's it's, you know, a totally valid sort of take on it.
1: I a bit of both. Like, I think it is important to get reviews from people who are not just on the latest and greatest hardware, because most people who are just saying, I might pick that up on the weekend, you know, not necessarily going to be on the latest and greatest. So having the perspective of someone who doesn't have that nub and has to play, like doesn't have a choice but to play with the default control scheme that they've sort of set up for that situation is valuable because people are going to be playing it that way. At the same time, if you're in that situation where you are going to be playing that game that way, I would say don't. (laughs) Uh, I would say maybe, you know... If your heart's really set on it, and I said this in the comments, get a Circle Pad Pro or something, because from everything that I've heard, playing that game with the control scheme that allows it to be more like a, you know, more like a, I don't want to say proper shooter, but more like a proper shooter, and not like a weird Pokemon Go gyroscopic aiming thing uh, seems like the way to go, because it otherwise is just really uncomfortable and really weird.
0: Um, you, you talked a little bit when we started about your sort of, uh, place in the Metroid prime, uh, uh, fandom, uh, and, and sort of like your experience with those, um, did you have any hesitation, speaking of hesitations before you left into something, did you have any hesitation about not being like a super fan or, um, ha, ha, what was your sort of thought process there?
1: I would have had more hesitation about it if this looked in any way, shape or form, like, you know the the Metroid games that people hold dear, um, and that's that's a thing that like because I'm a freelance reviewer, there is not a lot of incentive to say no to reviews, to or to things that I get assigned in general. But generally, one of the things that I will do is if I feel like my lack of knowledge in a series is going to be a problem, I will tell the editor that. I will say, look, I don't, I haven't, I'm not like elbow deep in these games. I don't really. I'm not going to be able to whip out some encyclopedic knowledge or whatever. In this case, that didn't really feel like an issue because it doesn't really look like one of those games. It looks more like it wants to be its own thing, but at the same time, kind of doesn't. At the same time, it's still trying to fall back on on Metroid in a way that's really... I I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying not to be too judgmental, but kind of tacked on, kind of weird, unnecessary...
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you certainly lose something with with when you bring on so many other people into into something that is so much about that sense of being alone and, and sort of adrift that the yeah. Metroid series has sort of hung its hat on. Is it? Um, uh, there's a question here from uh, Paul, and we've sort of dealt with it. But uh, I, I just want to give you a firm thumbs up or thumbs down. Is it a viable experience to play through the game? single player if you know that's the only way that you can play it is this definitely a a a hard hard pass
1: it's if you're really really good you you'd probably be okay but you're still going to have a lot of situations where you're going to have to repeat yourself because one of the other things this game does is there's no checkpointing or anything So in a multiplayer situation, you have your other teammates there who can come, you know, deal with shit and help you out. But if you die in this, unless you use one of your mod slots to equip a thing that will res you once and then destroy itself, you just have to start over completely. Um, So there are a lot of situations where there are missions that I could do on my own and I did do on my own, but I had to do them like three times and a lot of them involve like really tediously shooting a bunch of balls into a hole with a sort of physical system that doesn't interact as well as it could and took me like 10 minutes each try and was infuriating. Um, so I, as much as there are situations where I could totally recommend this game to people with some caveats, I can't really recommend it to someone who just wants to play it solo.
0: Uh, Whenever I go into a a game, uh, uh, go into about to release a review, uh, especially of a franchise that is, uh, so beloved by so many people. Um, I I tend to get a little nervous, uh, if Mm -hmm. it's super negative because it's like, well, man, I I hope I'm not the only one, you know, I'm usually, I, I don't write a review unless I'm confident about how I feel, but it can make for some, uh, uh, unpleasant few days. Uh, if you're the, the one pockmark, obviously, a quick look at Metacritic uh, reveals a bizarre range of reviews on this game, like (laughs) running the gamut. So uh, like, I don't think you're sticking out, but did you have any of those kind of nerves when, uh, when, when the review went up?
1: Always. And especially, you know, because as we mentioned, it's like, I don't have a horse in this race. It's not a thing that I'm not coming at guns blazing in defense of this franchise, or, you know, I don't have any, preconceptions about this game that I'm trying to do anything with one way or the other, and a lot of people do. A lot of people who are really eager to comment totally have an idea in their head about about what that game is going to be. So there's always some concern that there will be you know, backlash or not even necessarily backlash but just a very heated debate that uh, will not always necessarily be civil. Um... But yeah, that's that's totally part of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's why they, there is like I said there there no matter what you think about this game, there is somebody else that will reaffirm your mm-hmm. uh, your your beliefs about it. Um, Janine, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about Metroid. I certainly appreciate it. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you'd like to to mention about the reviewing it?
1: Um, I would say if you're curious about how the game actually feels, there is a demo. There's I think the demo is primarily blast ball. Uh, but that will give you a good sense of if you want to play or not, because in Blast Ball you shoot the ball a lot, and in this game you you just shoot stuff a lot. So, and also those Blast Ball mechanics come into play in the main in the main story a little more than they maybe should. So, if you like Blast Ball, you might have a good time. But otherwise. Eh.
0: I'm with you. Uh, Janine, thank you so much for your time, and thank you to you at home for listening. Uh, uh, We've got a lot more uh, on Polygon.com, including Janine's review, and and a lot more for you to go check out there at Polygon.com. Reviews of uh, uh, Madden and Abduction and so much more, so go check it out. Uh, But until the next time, we have a game to talk about. My name is Justin McElroy for Janine Hawkins. Thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control.